This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, April 28th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. A Senate committee kicks off an effort today to renew authorization for waterway projects around the country, many of which are important to agriculture. A new Water Resources Development Act that the Environment and Public Works Committee will debate this morning would put water projects back on a two-year authorization schedule. The draft bill would block the issue of lockage fees or tolls to finance public-private partnerships, an idea that's been specifically discussed for improving shipping on the Illinois River. Seventy-five farm groups and other organizations and companies sent a recent letter to lawmakers opposing the use of tolls for waterway projects. The legislation also would keep hope alive for getting federal funding to replace the upper Mississippi locks and dams. The bill would ensure the project stays authorized even though it has received no significant funding since Congress first approved it back in 2007. Robert sees progress in biotech talks. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts told the National Association of Farm Broadcasters yesterday he's making progress in discussions over biotech labeling with this committee's ranking Democrat, Debbie Stabenow. He said he expected, quote, the final piece of a proposed compromise by Stabenow before the end of the week. The Senate won't be in session next week. Roberts has said he wanted to be able to show that there was a path toward a resolution of the issue before senators left town. Stabenow also talked to the broadcaster's group yesterday, but the only thing she said about the timeline is that prolonging the debate could backfire on the industry. That, according to AgriPulse's Spencer Chase. Stabenow told the group the fight around this only implies that there is something wrong with biotechnology, and I don't think that benefits anyone. Senator John Hoven, a Republican of North Dakota, also addressed the group and said the two sides still hadn't nailed down language that would explicitly exempt meat and dairy from being labeled as GMO if the animals consumed biotech feed. Hoven said, however, that supporters of GMO labeling were open to an exemption. An industry source says the concern is that if there isn't a clear exemption, the USDA could decide to require labeling of animal products sometime in the future. None of the state laws now on the books would actually require labeling of meat or dairy products, but Dannon announced plans yesterday to remove GMO feed from the dairy cattle that provide the milk for its yogurt. AgriPulse's Bill Thompson reports that Dannon aims to make half its milk GMO-free by the end of 2018. Organic animal welfare proposal under Senate attack. Senator Pat Roberts yesterday also said he and Stabenow and other senators plan to formally criticize the USDA's proposed animal welfare standards for livestock and poultry. In remarks laced with his trademark sarcasm, he told the Farm Broadcasters Group yesterday the proposal is, quote, ridiculous. Roberts said, quote, our farmers, our hens, are quite literally being regulated to death. Roberts also got a dig in at Donald Trump and poking fun at a specific requirement that hens be allowed to roam outside barns. Roberts said that would put the hens at risk for disease and predators. He said, looks to me like we're going to have to build a wall. Make the pens great again. A food waste hearing is the next step in the chairman of the House Ag Committee's outreach. House Ag Committee Chairman Mike Conaway tells AgriPulse his committee is going to look into the issue of food waste, an area where he's finding common ground with groups and lawmakers who are often critical of traditional farm policy. The Texas Republican hasn't scheduled the hearing yet. Conaway said he's working with Maine Democrat Shelley Pingree, a big proponent of organic and small-scale agriculture. Conaway says food waste is an issue that needs to be addressed, 
Whether there's a federal solution to that issue is yet to be seen. Conaway earlier held a hearing on the challenges facing growers who sell through farmers' markets or directly to consumers and restaurants. Conaway isn't alone in thinking that agriculture groups need to broaden the base of support for farm programs. In a blog post outlining challenges heading into the next farm bill, soybean industry lobbyist John Gordley argues that farm groups need to restore and build on past alliances with conservation and nutrition advocates. Gordley notes that some conservation groups who fought attempts to curb crop insurance on the 2014 farm bill now feel shortchanged in terms of the effectiveness of their program. Gordley also has a warning for both farmers and the crop insurance industry about coming attempts in Congress to cut that program or means test premium subsidies. The program supporters must develop stronger explanations for how the program shores up the farm economy and relate better justifications for the amount of premium subsidies that farmers receive. Here's today's He Said It. What is an enrichment activity anyway? Maybe teach the chickens how to work crossword puzzles or maybe knitting. A game of football on the lawn, although some bird would probably chicken out. Or my kind of activity, simply playing Ray Price. That would make them calm down. Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts joking about the outside enrichment requirement in the proposed animal welfare standard for organic poultry. Well, that is Daybreak for this Thursday, April 28th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.